It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. My final test here is always well, pending on what you guys write and if the selectors pick me. Um, you've got to score runs. Um, I've always said that the World Cup would probably be my final game. Um, but I think, you know, I probably owe it to myself and my family. Um, you know, if I can score runs here, continue to play back in Australia, um, I can definitely say I won't be playing that West Indies series. So I think if I get through this and, and I can make the Pakistan series, I'll definitely uh, finish up then. That was David Warner talking about his future. Uh, what do you guys reckon? You can have your say on the temper at Bedshed text line, 0487 736 736. He says you've got to score runs. Well, Dave's recent history says you don't. He's made one 200 and not much else in the last couple of years. So uh, um, you only have to occasionally score runs. Tristan Lavalette joins us on the show from ESPN Crick Info. Tristan? How often does Dave really have to score runs to stay in the test team? doesn't appear to be very often. Yeah, morning, Duff. Uh, yeah, when we've talked about it plenty of times um, over the last six months. He hasn't scored many runs the last couple of years. He hasn't scored many runs in his career in, in the UK either. So, look, I thought it was very um, cunning from Dave Water to essentially flag when he wants to step aside in, in test cricket, almost in uh, politician mode, actually. So... Maybe it's a future career for him, but um, I, I sense that he's going to at least play, uh, well, obviously going to play the, the World Test Championship final and, and probably the first two tests of the Ashes. But after that, um, if, he, if he's struggling and, and Australia starts slowly in the Ashes, then who knows? I mean, it might be a bit of a sad farewell for, for Davey. Um, obviously, he wants to have a farewell send-off at, at home in the SEG against Pakistan in, in January, but that's a long way off still another you know, six months to go and there's a lot of uh, cricket to be played, some, some tough um, test matches coming up here in the, in the UK so look, it, it's going to be a, uh, a really tough battle for him, he's not been in great form for some time, even in the IPL he, he made runs but he looked pretty sluggish for most of that tournament so it might not be uh, the, the farewell um, send off for him but look, he's, he's still got a few chances and the, the more chances he gets, um, I'm assuming he'll make some runs at some point. Yeah, if you get if you get enough chances, sooner or later you're going to make runs. I mean, that's the law of averages, isn't it? It's just I would have thought that Test cricket is supposed to be the pinnacle of the game, and therefore you want your best players playing, and you want uh, very elite standards applying to to selection, and uh, not just that. Oh, he's in the team, so therefore he'll stay in until he uh, he wants to leave. What are you hearing about the pitch at the Oval, Tristan? What, what can we expect? Well, tradition, traditionally, the oval pitch is uh, favours a bit of spin. I mean, often um, teams play two spinners, but the ovals usually played uh, the last, been the last test of the English summer, so it's usually in August and September, and by then, obviously, the end of summer in the UK, and the, the pitch is usually a bit roughed up and a bit dry. But being, uh, it's the first time actually the a test we play the oval this early in the season. Uh, it's never been played in in June before, so the um, conditions will probably be different than normal, um, and in 
the, the county season so far has actually favoured uh, the quicks and and been quite bouncy. So the conditions will should probably suit Australia, to be honest. Um, the conditions might be a bit more similar to uh, what they used to back in Australia. So um, expecting a, a pretty, uh, maybe a bit of a bouncy pitch uh, could flatten out as the test um, plays out. Um, the first few days, the weather looks pretty good in, in the UK. I mean, one never knows in, in London, of course, but at the moment, the forecast for at least the first three days looks like it's going to be sunny. Could be some rain at the back end, but I suspect it's going to be a, a pretty good uh, a pitch for, for the quicks, which should aid Australia. And in India um, have a big call to make whether they're going to play the second spinner in, in Ravi Ashwin, who's, of course, an absolute superstar who's been a, a massive thorn to Australia, especially in India. But he hasn't played in uh, in England uh, the last few times India have toured there. So um, that could certainly play in Australia's hands, not having to play Ashwin. What will our team look like, do you think? Obviously, Warner and uh, Kawaja at the top. Um, the quicks will be, I'd imagine, Cummins, Stark and Boland. Is that the way you see it? Yeah, Scotty Boland looks pretty much uh, set to play. He bowled in the practice uh, on Monday, looked pretty oppressive, reportedly. Um, Michael uh, Nessa, uh, who's been drafted into the, the squad, he didn't actually bowl, so that pretty much uh, suggests Bowen will play. Interestingly, uh, Bowen has actually never played a first-class match in the UK, uh, so it's going to be... Uh, I mean, look, these conditions should be tailor-made for him, um, and the Duke's cricket ball, which swings more than the Kookaburra ball in, in Australia, should be perfect for him. But, um, you know, Michael Nees is a very, very accomplished uh, cricketer, and he's played. Uh, he's been in really good form in, in county cricket to, to start the season and is actually basically a genuine all-rounder. So he would have been, I think, a really good option as well. But I think Australia is going to reward Boland for, for helping Australia get to the World Test Championship final. And, of course, uh, his record was so far been outstanding. I think his average is about 13 and only climbed to double figures after he didn't take a wicket in his last test in, in India. But I think they'll reward him. Um, he deserves an opportunity. But um, Australia's side is pretty settled and same top... Uh, that has essentially um, been there the last uh, couple of years, so no surprises really in the Australian team. Um, so they've got a very settled team, and I think we'll start slight favourites. Cameron Green, how excited about are you about him as a cricketer, and what would he, what might he be able to do in this game? Will English conditions suit him? Yeah, I think it will. I mean, he's, I mean, he's so far proven that he can play sort of everywhere. Even the IPL, he was uh, quite destructive um, at the back end of the tournament. He's very... What I like about his batting is that he's very patient. He doesn't just go in there and, and play baseball. He, he takes time. Once he's set, he can really um, take over a game. He can change it in, in 30 minutes. Um, and with the ball, yeah, I think the conditions really will suit him. Um, he can bowl consistently around that 140 mark very accurate, gets that bounce um, because he's so tall. So the oval pitch will, I think, likely suit him. Um, and with Australia playing six test matches in about seven weeks, it's extremely cramped schedule, but he's going to be relied upon to um, help out the quicks. It's going to be a very tough workload for the attack. I think you'll see a bit of rotation um, throughout the Ashes. 
So Cameron Green being able to bowl um, some overs and help out uh, the front line quicks is really important, I think. So um, no, I think by the time um, the, the Ashes finishes, I think Cameron Green will be a true global cricket superstar. He's already... Got some uh, background happenings there in uh, uh, Tristan. We might... Uh... We'll, t- we'll take a quick break and we'll come back to Tristan, I think, in a couple of minutes. He might, might have some, some issues on his hands there. Yes, welcome back to the show. We've got Tristan Lavalette back on the line, of course. Uh, we've, I think we've already received the prediction of his child about what they think is going to happen in the World Test Championship. We'll now get Tristan's prediction. Tristan, you're back online. Yeah, yeah sorry, that's a bit of a technology glitch uh, uh, trying to light into my household there, so uh, sorry about that. <laughs> That's but, okay. Uh, <laughs> a bit, uh, a bit uh, of mayhem, but uh, yeah. So who wins and why? I think Australia deserve to be favourites um, because of the stability of the team, and I think the the pitch and the conditions appear to be pretty favourable for the Australian makeup of the team. And as I said earlier, India do have a major uh, selection dilemma with uh, whether they play Ashwin or not. Um, and they've got a couple of ma- massive injuries as well who, um, with uh, Pant, and um, that they have uh, a lot of depth, of course, Indian cricket, so they've been able to cover a couple of their key losses with uh, Jasper Broomer as well, the front-line quick, unable to, to play the, the last six months or so. Um, so, look, India's a very experienced team, so is Australia. In some ways, this feels like a, a bit of the end of an era for both teams. A lot of players pushing um, sort of mid-30s, end of their careers. Uh, So it feels like uh, this rivalry between the teams, which has been uh, probably the best contest in Test cricket for, for, well, many years, but the last four series, India have actually won uh, each series, including two in Australia. But they've been very close. It's been 2-1 results um, each series. Um, So there's a lot of... um, reasons why India can win and um, I mean they feel very confident against Australia but I think um, Australia should uh, feel pretty confident in these neutral conditions and conditions that appear quite favourable for them. Tristan, thanks so much for joining us on the show, mate. Good luck with covering the test. And, of course, SEN's coverage of the World Test Championship begins this afternoon from 5 p.m. Western Standard Time. First ball at 5.30 across the SEN network. Our commentary team will include Adam Collins, Ravi Shastri, Harsha Bogle, Bharat Sundaresan, Pete Lawler, Louis Cameron and Nikesh Rugani. Make sure you have your SEN app downloaded, updated and ready to go for uninterrupted cricket action as Australia chases history versus India. Also, make sure you get across Tristan's coverage on ESPN Quick Info. Thanks, Tristan. No worries. I have a good day. I'll get back to my uh, crazy household. Well done. Yeah, well played. Keep it <laughs> under control there. Tristan Lavalette.